You're listening to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Biff Lathrop. Welcome back to SCGA Off the Hosel. I'm Alan Knight. Happy to be bringing you another exciting episode of South Carolina Golf Association history. I'm joined by Biff Lathrop. Biff, how are you? I'm doing good, Alan. Thanks for coming out and being out here with us today. We've, uh, as you know, we've been on a hot streak here the last couple weeks. Um, we had all of our good times there at the Heritage and, and golf ball and all that great things we did in 1st of April, raising money for the Junior Golf Foundation. And then Kyle and I had the opportunity to go down to uh, Sea Island, the seaside course at Sea Island, where they actually did play the RSM Classic, the PGA Tour does in November. Um, beautiful place, but they have the SEC Championship there. And Kyle and I had the opportunity and the honor to go down there and be able to officiate for a couple of days and uh, walk around with a couple of those college kids around that golf course. And man, what a what a beautiful place and what a what a great ability those boys have down there for the SEC Championship. Unfortunately, our Gamecocks did not fare too well, but uh, it was a it was a fun day. One day, one of my rounds I got to walk with because each we get a group. One round I got to walk with was our former amateur champion Jonathan Grizz. Got to walk 18 holes with Jonathan, so it was a enjoyable day. And another day, I got to walk with Jay Sewell, who was walking with one of his players for a full day. So it was good. It's a good time to get down there and see a lot of those guys playing golf. Some of our former alum, JGA alum, out there playing for different schools. So good couple of days for Kyle and I. And, uh, came right back during that time. Actually, I missed, but this was a big part of our 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 golf industry day uh, in, for golf in South Carolina. Was the hospitality day at the State House. A lot of our allied associations come together that day to go to the state house, and uh, they have a luncheon on the lawn. They call it. So we get to talk with a lot of the legislators and let them know, you know, what we're doing, what the what the importance of golf means to South Carolina. So it's a great day for all of us to get together. I hate it, I missed it, but uh, our, our our representatives did a great job that day. Um, come back ne- that next Monday, we were at Rock Hill Country Club for the Trescott Championship, which, as you know, is our team team club championship. Uh, all three amateurs play together, and it's the aggregate score, so it's tough. You know, it's a lot of a lot of pressure on each person there to play good that day. And uh, they also have their professional that plays with them, and that's part of another competition. That's the pro-am part of the Trescott, so it's the best two balls out of the four. But in this particular day at the, at the Rock Hill Country Club, the Country Club of Lexington swept everything. They won the Trescott Championship. They won the pro-am. And in the Trescott, it was Michael Sims, Zach Harold, and Sam Jackson – uh, shot a score of 218 for a six-shot win over the Musgrove Mill team. And then they added Greg Payne to the, to the Pro-Am score, and they took that title as well. So uh, it's all around, all around good playing from that squad from Lexington. Uh, and then we came back. We went to Columbia Country Club on that Thursday. We had a U.S. Open qualifier, first of two that we do. Um, we had five spots at Columbia Country Club. I'm proud to announce that three of those spots were taken from our South Carolina boys, uh, Crawford Reeves, out of Taylor, South Carolina, and Zach Taylor out of Gilbert, South Carolina. Zach Harold, excuse me, out of Gilbert, South Carolina, um, took the qualifying medalist spots with 67s. And then our boy from uh, plays for the university, actually, Nathan Franks, shot a little 69 to get get a spot. So we had three of our guys from South Carolina do that. So it was really fun, uh, good for them. And then as this episode comes out, we will be finishing up our second day of the Palmetto Cup that we're doing out at Wood Creek. You know, that's our, our, our match, our grudge match between our top amateurs and the top professionals in South Carolina, uh, the Carolinas PGA professionals in South Carolina. And then on May the 7th, 
out at Columbia Country Club again, we have the 12 and under championship, which used to be our peewee. Uh, it's 12 and under championship now. They play two nine-hole rounds in one day. So it's a great day to get those kids out there and see them see them walk around that golf course. And then the, the next day, we're going to be down at Secession, of all places, for our second U.S. Open qualifier. So we'll I'm sure we'll have a great day there at Secession. It's always a good day at Secession. You can't have a bad day at Secession. And then the next day, we start our senior championship, which will be at Three Pines. So that will be uh, May the 9th through the 11th. Uh, we'll be at Three Pines Country Club. And uh, Stan Sill will be the defending champion there at Three Pines, which I think he's pretty familiar with that golf course there, so you ought to have a good day. And, and for everybody out there that's listening, please don't forget Mother's Day, May the 14th. Don't get yourself in trouble. Get yourself in hot water with your mom or – the mother of your children, make sure you take care of mom on Mother's Day. So that's my fair warning to you. But with that being said, uh, I'm excited about this episode coming out. Uh, this is an individual who's been with us for about eight years now, and uh, has really stepped up to the to the job here and taken over for uh, our former uh, Rook Page, Kirk Page, that was with us for so many years. And Kyle stepped up now and become our Senior Director of Rules and Competitions. So we had a chance to sit down with Kyle while we were down there at the Heritage and Hope everybody has a has a good opportunity to hear what Kyle's got going on and enjoys the list. Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf, junior golf, and grow the game's initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news. The My SCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app. My man, Kyle Maloney on SCGA Off the Hustle. Kyle, how are you? I'm good. Thank you all for having me. It's good having you, man. We've kind of we've kind of gotten this thing here lately, you know, trying to bring some of the staff in, let everybody kind of learn about our staff. And we had Justin Fleming on here and uh, Rook, his, his, his coup de grace when yep. he left, and I kind of had him on here a few weeks ago. So. so, Kyle, what is your responsibility at the SCGA? I am the Senior Director of Rules and Competitions, so any – I guess championship or events that we run, um, I'm kind of the man in charge in terms of conducting the event and operationally from the food and beverage and all that stuff um, and making sure things go off without a hitch. So, and Kyle, you've been with us, math is right, I think it's eight years now? Yep, it'll be eight years in June 1st. Eight years eight in years. June 1st. Yep. What, so let's, let's, let's just go all the way back. Let's start when you were a baby uh, up in Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. Because, um, I mean... Cleveland, Ohio, there's not a lot of opportunities to play a whole lot of golf up there. No. So tell us about it. So you, you, you're born, let's get past the born part. Uh, sports, high school, what all yep. did you do? I uh, played a lot of hockey growing up. Obviously, there's uh, not a lot of time to play golf. You get about six, seven months if you're lucky. And then, uh, but yeah, played golf pretty much all my life and then got away. I couldn't play contact sports anymore, but I did all the football, all the baseball, um, hockey for probably nine or ten years and then uh, started playing golf. Competitively. If you, if you put a pair of skates on, could you skate right now? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if that's like riding a bike. I did. A, yeah. Hockey and skiing. We skied a lot. That's 
Ice skating is not easy, my man. <laughs> I, I've never tried because I've never had the guts. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> I tried once and I've never gone back. What uh, what position in hockey did you play? Uh, defense. Okay. Yep. Were you the uh, what do they call the the goonie the goo the goon? <laughs> uh, yeah, the the enforcer. The enforcer. <laughs> the enforcer. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Graham. I can I can promise you he probably was not. I, the I stopped playing hockey right before we were allowed to check. Okay. So yeah. Yep. Did you play much so junior golf? Did you play much junior golf? I know you played golf. But. I'd say I got a late start into competitive golf. Um, I played in high, or in high school and all that. But as far as you know, I played in the summers and tournaments and things of that nature. But you know, never did the AJGA thing or anything like that. But played four years of high school golf, a little bit of college golf. Um, but yeah, worked in golf really my entire life. Um, Where did you play college? Played a little bit at Spring Hill College okay. in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, grew up working in golf to kind of pay for it. I mean, so like when you say working, cart cart guy, yeah, I mean, maintenance. I, I started working in a driving range <clears throat> when I was in probably eighth grade, seventh grade, nice, just to hit free range balls. Yep. And in the winter, you could still hit balls in a heated range, but you'd have to hand pick the range. Um, so you would pick balls out of the snow and put them in milk crates and wash them, and then really. That's yeah, wanting to hit some golf balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you end up at AJGA? I had kind of taken a liking, you know, maybe not as much playing in golf tournaments anymore, but I was figuring out that I liked to see how they were run. Um, and I took a liking to the rules. And there was an AJGA event in Cleveland um, when I was in high school that I knew the tournament chairman for and just kind of asked him, you know, hey, can I come out and volunteer? And he knew I knew the rules and, and things like that. So I was – Gosh, probably a junior in high school. Um, so there's kids that I know that are playing in this golf tournament, and wow. I was officiate, oh, officiating wow. it. Um, I never knew that. Yeah, and then really took a liking to it. Went to my first rules school when I was probably 18 in Far Hills, New Jersey. Really? Yeah. yeah. Man, you're crazy. <laughs> you the, the big one? The mm-hmm. three-day? Yeah, the three-day. Wow. I was 18 years old. Wow. Yep, drove myself to Far Hills and – Interesting. Yep. See, I'm learning something new. I thought I knew <laughs> yeah. everything about the man. Obviously not. <laughs> Man, so you volunteered, but then you yep. became an intern. Yeah, so I, you know, did a little bit of college and kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to get into the golf business. Um, after that driving range I talked about, I worked at a golf course all through high school, um, just as a cart guy. And um, yeah, I found out about the AJGA internship. Um, did that in two. I want to say it was two thousand eight. Um, I was a traveling intern, um, and that's like the real world. I mean, it's right. you're with. It, at that point, it was five other people that you you don't know, and you're traveling the country. Did it, now, they, did, they, did they regionalize you? Were yeah. you like Midwest? Um, or? Yeah, we started in Steelwood, Alabama, but this is kind of how crazy it is. Uh, Mobile, Alabama, Steelwood Country Club, and we ended up at Boyne Highlands at the upper, upper peninsula of Michigan. Holy smokes. Um, That's one thing to end up there, but then you got to turn around and just travel and all the way back. back. Yep. <laughs> and was your future wife on that team? She was not. So okay. I, did it, I, um, I did that for – Two summers. I, they asked me to come back as a tournament assistant. And the nice part about that is you got to fly everywhere. Oh. Um, but, yes, Anne was uh, – she was in it, she had interned that spring, so this was 2009, um, and then stayed on for the summer. But she was on the West Coast. Um, and I was kind of bouncing around, and they had asked me, hey, can you – we'll fly you out to San Diego. Um, but – you have to drive one of the – they had expanded the teams of interns to eight people. So you had a truck and a trailer and then a van. We need you to dr- help them drive back because they had kids that were going back to college, stuff like that. And so we 
I helped them drive their van from San Diego to Atlanta. Holy um, cow! And two, that's two or three days. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's where I met my now wife. Wow. So let's let's do this real quick because Ann Manus at the time mm-hmm. uh, came and, and and she started working with us in 2016, 17. 17. Yep. And she was our first really marketing director that we had. And y'all had obviously been dating before then, and we'll get to some other stuff before then. But then that's when y'all got married. Uh, what's it been now? Two, 2018. 2018. And Ann Maloney yep. was started. And so that's that's where kind of the history of Kyle and Ann. And, and it's funny. She she didn't like me. Um, she thought I was kind of cocky. But I was probably the youngest. I was I was only 21. And you're kind of in charge of some of these intern teams, you know, when you get on site at an event. But – um, yeah, we spent a lot of time from San Diego to Atlanta, <laughs> and you were kind of cocky, huh? Yeah, and you know, according you, to her standards, right? But yeah, you, you know, you kind of had to be being that young, and everyone else is twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, and wow. So you and you just did that for a couple of years, and then you come to Harbortown. So that was I was coming to Harbortown when it wasn't summer. So in those two summers, eight two thousand eight two thousand nine, I was down here um in hilton head working at sea ponds and was your uncle already here yes my uncle had just started um in probably 2006 and what did he do he's on the backdrop on the golf staff out here yeah still Mm -hmm. yep he he was a locker room attendant for the tournament a little bit wasn't he yeah yeah he uh my first heritage was in 2007 so i've been at or a part of Every heritage since 2007. Wow. What were your duties when you started here in Sea Pines? So I started just caddy. Um, it was kind of at the infancy of the caddy program. Yep. And um, Farrell called me one day and said, hey, you're about to take a pay cut. I need help in, in the golf shop. And still caddied a little bit. But, you know, was, um, yeah, ended up kind of as an assistant here and started out mainly at Harbortown and then went over to the Plantation Club and worked with Bobby Downs and kind of started handling all their a lot of their group golf and tournaments and things of that nature. And Which the Plantation Club is now called, is that? Plantation Golf Club. That's where uh, Atlantic Dunes and Heron Point are. Yeah. Right. Um, but we all kind of bounced around between Harbortown and, and those two. And, yeah, and then spent till June of 15. June 1st of 2015 is when I started with the, the Golf Association. Yeah, yeah. And when you came to the Golf Association, was it – Junior golf? Or? It was, yeah. Bennett Jordan had just yeah. left. Um, and then, yeah, Chris and Hap yeah. hired me to take Bennett's job. And then when Rook left in, was that 16? Yeah. Um, yeah that's right. I kind of slid down. into that right. role on the GA side. And yeah, here we are. Kyle and I spent a lot of time <laughs> traveling together, yeah. brother. And, and let me tell you, for two, two guys that snore, <laughs> we, we, we spent a lot of time snoring together in some shared bedrooms. I've never heard you snore. <laughs> no, no, I'm not joking. I don't think I – you say you do. I don't I've been told know. my wife tells me. Right. Do, so. But, you know, that's how I met the Golf Association was working here with the Junior Heritage yeah. and, and all that stuff. So that's kind of how that relationship started. That's why I told – that's why I remembered is that John Farrell kind of called on your behalf saying, hey, he'd like to get the term administration at some point. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I'd, I'll never forget walking into Farrell's office. It was here because this, this golf shop or this clubhouse had just been built. And he looked me – I told him, you know, what was going on. And he goes, when do you start? And John has that way about him. I mean, he – when you get to that point, he's going to push you out the door. Right. Um, which is awesome. But isn't that cool, though, I mean, to have somebody like that that, that wants to show you everything they can – and then and watch you spread your wings. Yeah, I mean, in the, the stable of, you know, you heard them. We were talk, we mentioned a few of them. The yeah. stable of 
golf professionals that have come from under his wing is really, really impressive. Yeah. And I remember when, as after you got there, you you applied for a USGA job, or USGA reached With, out. Within like a month. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, we're going to lose him already. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no way they're not taking him. But luckily, it didn't work out for yeah. us. So, um, what have you enjoyed during your tenure at SCGA? I mean, there's there's not a lot to not like. Um, just the the people you meet, um, the people that the guys that play in all our stuff. I mean, yeah. they almost become your friends. Um, you know, outside of the, the work environment, and it's right. been it's been fun to network and get to know guys. And you know, you've got your tough ones to deal with, but um, at right. the end of the day, I mean, I, I feel like we're all still friends. Well, that's true. It is. I mean, one of the reasons Kyle fit in so perfectly with our group, the Junior Golf Association, whatever, is as we've always said, we we run championship events and we do it the right way, but we have a good time doing right. it. And and I think uh, I think everybody, especially some of the younger guys that are coming through, and, and even the older guys, but some of the younger guys coming through, Kyle can relate to and can talk to lingo and you know, kind of kind of be. be be friends. I mean, they go have a cold beer after yep. everything's done, after we're done too. So I mean, it's uh, it's kind of a, it is a bond that right. we kind of create while we're doing that. And you've had some things change during your tenure with us. Uh, now we're on electronic scoreboards and not yeah. for the most part. Yeah, we we got through twenty twenty and <laughs> yeah, the, a lot has changed. The COVID changed a lot. I mean, right. it, 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 it. I'm not gonna say you know it, it probably forced our hand into some things we, me particularly, were holding on to that traditional scoreboard. We we spent a lot of time getting that scoreboard together, yeah. putting it up, finding a scoreboard that can handle all the panels and summary boards and everything. Um, you know, some places we went didn't have anything. We'd be slapping them on windows right. or whatever. Cut them up, break them into flights. Yeah, <laughs> now, now we just haul that TV around with us everywhere we go and prop it up That's and the go. Bomb. Yeah. Do you miss your days here at Harbor Town? Sometimes this time of year, and I guess yeah. what I don't know when this will come out, but you know April when. When that build-out starts in, you know, kind of mid-February, you know, mid-late February. Yeah, I mean, it's just that time of year you see the golf course starting to come around and obviously the golf course is a lot busier and yeah. things like that. But you just, you know, there's a sense of pride. What did a round of golf cost when you left here? 200-something? <laughs> mm. I want to say it had gone to right about 280. Okay. And then we're, we're touching 500 now. 490, I believe. Yeah. Walk around or you got to pay an extra 20 for the cart? Yeah, that is a, uh, I learned this while I worked here. It is a golf fee. It includes the cart. So okay. there's no, uh, yeah. no cart fee. And, and, and let me tell you all, I mean, as far as the golf course, Harbortown itself is concerned, they're lined up. I mean, they, they're apparently, from what we heard, they're, they're blocking off parts of the tee sheet during the day yeah, to try, I mean, to, try to get the, it a break, the golf course a break. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's packed. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of friends that caddy out here and that work out here, and they're, I mean, some of them work. 20, 30 days in a row. Wow. Um, that's how busy they are. But it, it's fun to see. I mean, especially this year being an elevated event. I yeah. mean, it's. I think everyone's just kind of amped up for it. it it'll, so 2007 was your first year? And, yeah. And I came down, my Uncle Donnie, who was, you know, really a big catalyst to why I ended up moving down here um, in the early, late 2000s. But um, he had called or talked to my dad and said, hey, you know, I think I can get Kyle to, you know, just a volunteer position, you know, within the, you know, not as a walking score or something right. like that, but, you know, within the golf staff. And so I came down here and, you know, got here, I think probably Thursday or Friday of advance week and walked into John's offices. And this is in the old clubhouse. I mean, he had a band box, I mean, tiny right. closet of an office. 
And he kind of looked me up and down and looked at my shirt sleeve, and I had a crease in it. And he goes, you're in the merchandise tent. And he goes, that, sh- that shirt better be creased every morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I volunteered in the merchandise tent. My feet have never hurt more than that. they did that first week. I had to buy, really? like, three different pairs of shoes. Wow. Um, but, yeah, from, you know, 5.30 in the morning until the last putt was sank, that, you know, every day and worked a cash register. And then probably 2008, I did the same thing, worked in the merchandise tent, but then I was actually on staff um, by that point, the next Heritage. And then 2009 to 2015, I ran the driving range. You ran the driving yep. range. Well, then, and I bet you saw all kinds of stuff. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, so so for people that don't know, maybe most people do know, but we got different types of balls that get hit. you got to separate oh, them yeah. the I whole mean, thing, right? I mean, at that point, there was probably six or seven different makes and models of golf balls that, you know, we had. Precept. Did you have a uh, precept? No, I was, we were, I was, I was not that old. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had kids that, you know, local golfers or, you know, just they were, a lot of them were, we called them friends of Farrell. Um, and they would sit in a little tent and just sort golf balls into, into different bags. But I, I, I had to be outside. Right. Um, and that was – and I'll be honest, I don't really get starstruck by those guys. I mean, it's not – I'm not trying to sound cocky or anything like that, but – they're normal people right they're, they're just regular guys and it's i think that was part of the reason i helped out in the locker room a lot with my uncle um you know i'm not asking for autographs or things of that nature yeah. so it was it was a good fit john farrell told a story about craig stadler and a locker room attendant shoes shining shoes was that that wasn't your uncle was it i don't i don't think that was a pro yeah <laughs> but teaching pro but he turned in to say that craig stadler was one of the nicest guys they had around here yeah, too, so um, now you did also did, did you start doing something with the maintenance crew a little bit just to, just to help out? Or? Yeah, I've um, since I've come on staff here, the one year, and my gosh, it might have been like the first year. First year. Bunker I, crew. I would rake bunkers for John Wright and yeah. Ryan Dellinger at 4 a.m. every morning. Because I do, I will say the first time when he came with us and we had to do our thing on whatever night, maybe it was Wednesday night, and we had a good time. Yeah. And also, Kyle says he got, to, he got to leave at 4 a.m., which was. Not far from the time it was, right, right, <laughs> and he made it. Yeah. He get it, went and got it yeah. done. So he even took a GoPro that day, yeah, and, and did a bunch of footage yeah. for yeah. it. I mean, that's loving. That's loving to be it part is. of it. Yeah, it was. And I get along. I mean, I deal with superintendents quite a bit, and I've just taken a liking to and appreciate what they do and what all goes into, especially us in PGA Tour. Right. I mean, it's they could use the help. I helped them out last year when it was crazy windy and blowing greens off after play um last year um which was a lot of fun and yeah i mean it's just kind of pulled you back in i guess all right so let me ask you this because i know kyle's a pretty good stick i mean and left-handed too if anybody didn't know that as far as playing golf um and uh but you've had a chance to play here a few times Mm -hmm. what's your best score here it's probably one or two under okay from the blue tees has have you ever played it when the wind blew it just made you think twice about life yep yeah, you get the ball above the trees out here, and it's a different ball game. It's, yeah. uh, which is a kind of, the, I think, the allure to a lot of these tour pros. It's it's not going to TPC San Antonio at 7,700 yards and hit it as far as you can to go find it. Right. You're going to hit every club in your bag out here and every shot in your bag, I mean, that you have. So it's it's a different animal when the wind's blown. Yeah. And it's been crazy windy the past couple of heritages. Now, were you here the year they, they – we had to finish on Monday, I think. Yeah, uh, that was Boo Weekly's second win. Okay. So he, the first one was in 2007, and then 2008 where the flag stick on 17 green was 
the top of the flag stick was parallel to the green. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there was some other stuff that unfortunately happened, you know, um, and it was crazy. I mean, they were taking the tops off the sky boxes and wow. things like that. It was it was crazy. Well, I know we had the Trescott was that next day, that Monday, when they finished up here in that 2007. Trescott was up at the links at Stony Point, I believe, and I, I guess that storm had kind of come that way. And I remember it blowing like I've never seen it blow up there, and that was after it had blown like it did down here yeah. on the coast. So, I mean, that was a that was crazy. I didn't see a lot of it. I was stuck on chain to a cash register. But. <laughs> Give somebody a piece of advice for getting getting around this golf course. Just one nugget. Well, if you're playing with a caddy, listen to the caddy. Um, and number one is the, the perfect example. I mean, you could hit a great tee ball down the left-hand side of number one, and you got no shot. Um, but it's Because of trees. Yeah, you're blocked out. And it frustrates a lot of people. Um, but – if you hit it on the, right, the correct side of the fairway, it's going to make life a lot easier. Um, but other than that, I mean, you don't have to beat driver around here because it, it's so much about getting it on the correct side of the fairways. And then the greens, by average, on tour, I think are the smallest. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, maybe around 4,400 square feet. I think John Farrell said 3,800. 3,800. Yeah, 38 um, is his number. And, you know, they've added some length. I mean, he, they just built a new tee box on number seven that's like really? 217 or something. Oh, like really? That. Yeah. Because um, that's hard enough. To, right. to a, near, a green that at, at its widest is probably 10 steps wide. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm. it, it Maybe even not that. But, you know, just you got to hit the right side, the correct side of the fairway, and then, you know, you're going to miss a lot of greens. Yeah. You know, when Brian Gay won in it was probably around 20, 2009, I think he had 21 putts the final round. Holy smokes. Um, but again, he's making a bunch of stuff from off the green. So, yeah. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to miss a lot of greens out here. Um, and, but maybe, you know, you're not going to have many 60, 70 foot putts either. Right. So. Well, let's, let's get you back to the SCGA mm-hmm. a minute. Um, so you, you obviously, like we said, you came, been with us for eight years now. And is there, what about the position that, that, that really brings you back every day? I mean, just, just to, having something different, not being stuck at a desk all day long. Yeah, I mean, or, I think the, you know, come end of April, there's not much time behind a desk. I right. mean, it's being outside. Right. I, I'm kind of a, a nerd for golf course architecture, and I like setting golf courses up and and just seeing different places. That I, I mean, I've seen a lot of places I've never been before. Right. You know, pre um, 2015. So, yeah, I mean, it's something different every day. I mean, whether it's weather or you know a crazy ruling or you don't you know. Not having enough golf carts. Or, I mean, there's just there's so much stuff that people have no idea that we're dealing with behind the scenes, and I think just that challenge of you know the problem solving, trying to figure stuff out, and there's a customer service aspect to it, which is a big part of it, which I think I learned a ton here. I mean, your your expectation in Sea Pines is five star, five diamond, you know, yes sir, yes ma'am, you know. And you learn you learn that a lot because you're held to such a high standard. I mean, working for John and Kerry uh, Corbett at the time, and Bobby Downs, and, um, and we would get secret shopped, and yeah. you get oh, that. Oh, you really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, and you get that report back, and if you don't use the last name on a credit card when you say, you know, thank you, Mr. Lathrop, or something like that, you know, it, so oh, I, I took a lot of that from here. I think you know how yeah. to deal with someone on the phone. Um, there's a bunch of different stuff that I took from here. You know, that transitions to. 
But but you, your your passion is really on that golf on course. On the golf course. It? And that's what I realized here, too. I mean, this was high-end at Seapons. It was high-end resort golf. It, it's not for everybody because it will take a toll because there were there are times where you're – You don't want to be gonna nice. Get, you're going to get chewed out. And, <laughs> you know, we weren't told the golf course was verified or something right, like that. And, right. you know, it's – and I knew I knew what the end game was, and that was golf administration. It's just such a niche part of the golf business to to try and get into. You know, once you have that chance, you gotta you gotta run. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you've done a you know a fantastic job. I, I I'd love to have a nickel for every can of paint you probably dropped in your <laughs> eight year career <laughs> with us. Nice. Well, as yeah. expensive as paint is now, it'd really be nice. Um, but yeah, you you've, you've really excelled our our tournament experiences with that and your knowledge and. You desire to be out there with it too. Do you prefer individual competitions, team competitions, when it comes to administration? I know I I used to get excited for the state amateur, the mid amateur, cyclone amateur. Yeah, I mean those. Yeah, the am, the mid am, the senior. I mean those are the ones that I think you get amped up. Yeah. In the, and maybe even the four ball. I yeah. You know, I, I love that four ball. Yeah, I, gotta, I mean, and you know, like Musgrove Mill was a place that I had never been to, never heard of before. You know, I started with the golf association, and not because they're saving our butts this year, but it's one of my favorite places in the state. Yeah. And the Jeff Tallman and those guys up there. I mean, and that's despite all the snakes, snakes. that are around because yeah. this man is terrified of a snake. I don't blame you. <laughs> there are snakes out there. Yep. But, the thing about the four ball, because yeah, we love the amateur, we love mm-hmm. the mid am, right? Because you get pumped up, senior am, those junior championships. But that four ball is something special about match play. It's match, the only match yeah. play we do. And to watch your field kind of get smaller. So we had some like, some guy call me a couple of years ago and asked me about uh, about the four ball. He goes, "Man, it's like a five day golf tournament." I said, "Only if you play good. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a two day yeah. golf tournament." <laughs> it is weird. The one time I've kind of worked your four ball towards the end, it keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's when Hat would come in and do the final group by himself. Yeah, you know? I, that's that kind of it's kind of our role. I, I yeah. kind of roll in on Sunday morning to, to take that final group around and, and watch them you know, do their thing. Yeah, I mean it's. You go from tents and tables and all that stuff, and they were, you know, by that final day, you're just handing Biff a bag of teas. And <laughs> you got to set up on the golf cart, starters box on the golf cart, so get what you want, boys. I was opposite side of the coin. What's something mm-hmm. you don't get excited for? And I know that's that's tough, but could it be weather delays? Like when you know you're going into a tournament where you're like, oh, we ain't going to make it. We got no shot. Yeah, I mean, I guess we've got the mindset of you're not going to know until you actually know. I mean, there there are times where we will cancel a golf tournament right you know that my first mid amateur with you at lexington oh, yeah. moving moving one round because of hurricane matthew and um and all that i mean yeah there's weather would be a the biggest yeah yeah that's i mean that i always say control the controllables yeah you know and, and yeah. the stuff you can't control you just let it happen that that mid am he's talking about well, it was hurricane matthew is you know we do a friday saturday sunday for the mid am well, they were already called to evacuate the coast because this this storm is coming. Yeah, it's here, <laughs> and so we we said, well, they're coming all this way anyhow. Let's you know we we went ahead and canceled Saturday's round on like Tuesday. We played Friday's round, had already canceled Saturday's round, and got out there Sunday and just made it a two day event just right out the gate. There you go, yeah. planning planning yeah. ahead. What uh, you got a favorite part of the state you like when it comes to golf courses? And I'm not trying to get you in no, any trouble. No, I didn't. It's probably down. I mean, it's probably down here. Yeah. I mean, it, it's home. I mean, it, right. And the quality of golf down here. I mean, the quality of golf in the entire state is phenomenal. Yeah. The, the quality of golf down here is 
it's insane. This stretch from well, I mean, like you said, a quality of golf from you can take it from from down here all the way up to to North Myrtle, right? As far as just the coast, mm-hmm. but, yeah. But down here in this low country area, Hilton Head, yeah, I mean, out to Beaufort, um, the Legends of Paris Island is one of my favorite spots in the state. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could get the secessions, the right old, uh, old tabby. I mean, it's it's really really good. <laughs> No, I was going to say, now, do you, do you and Ann play a little bit of golf together? We don't play as much as we should. Okay. Um, it gets really competitive. Oh, can imagine. <laughs> I've been around you both. It gets really competitive. Um, but the first time we ever played together was actually at Harbortown. And I played the Blue Tees, and she played one up and played the Whites. And I think she shot 68 or 67. Wow. She could play. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I didn't know that. And I didn't know. <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> I knew she was a good college golfer, but I, I didn't go and do any research or anything right. like that. But um, I knew she was really good. I didn't know how much better or how good her brother was. Yeah, Mike was um, really good. And But, yeah, I mean, the more I know, I mean, she won conference championships at Coastal and things like that, and that's what I – I think I've got her beat, though. I think I'm up like – running tallies probably like three to two or something like that. You're probably playing more than she is though, these days, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, and we'll play in you know captain's choice events and stuff like that together and charity events. But yeah, when it's one when it's one on one, it's it's no holds barred. Well, that was a good uh, segue too because you're talking about your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. Michael Manus, um, fantastic junior golfer, South Carolina Gamecock. Yep, did a little bit on the tour. Caddied though, I mean, that was, he, he did a little bit of a caddy um, for a bit. Yeah, he caddied. He worked for. It's actually the first time I think I ever met him was at the Heritage. Okay. Um, really? He walked out in the range. He was working for Bill Haas at the time. At the time. Um, but then had some stints with, like, Blake Adams, um, Chris Kirk, um, and his latest one for several years was Kevin Chappell. Um, I mean, how cool is that to have a family atmosphere yeah. that you married into? I mean, you, uh, your, your, your father-in-law was, was one of the best-known coaches in the yep. state as far as football, and, and you got Michael, and, I mean, it's just kind of a, kind of a cool mesh. Yeah. It? Yeah, and when Michael came up, I, I had no idea. I mean, he's playing against the Lucas Clovers of the world, the Jonathan Birds, Bill Haas, and he was beating all of them. Yeah. I met Michael when he was 16 at Florence Country Club, and I went and shook his hand, and his hand was so big, I was like, <laughs> I said, that's a man right there. Yeah, he had some hands, and he still got some big old hands on him. 6'5", 6'6". Tell me about your experience. You, you talked about you get to work with superintendents and golf pros. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how have you enjoyed getting to know those people and – working with them yeah i mean it's just fun i mean we need them i mean we need them on our side we need we need to be welcomed and wanted and you know it's so nice going to a place where you're they want you there um, yeah but you know when kirk and i worked together it was such a good relationship because he kind of dealt with the pros and then when i kind of got on site i dealt you know with the, the superintendents right. and and i don't know i can get down a rabbit hole on like turf twitter and stuff like oh, that yeah, and it's yeah. just stuff i find Interesting. I mean, right. I feel like I might know a little bit more than the average golfer, but there's, I mean, there's so much stuff you. I thought I knew a lot. I realized how much I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but there, you know, I think we got a lot of friends that are superintendents. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, we need them. So it's, I, I feel like they're one of the more underappreciated, if not the most underappreciated. Yeah, career in the in the industry. I think one of the things you know when Kyle and I spend a lot of time together, and I mean, one of the things I, I like to make sure people know that 
you know, when it comes to tournaments, y'all have said this before on this show, but you know, it's the fact that you know if we do what we're supposed to do, and the superintendents do what they're supposed to do, and the pro shop does what they're supposed to do, and the food and beverage, if everybody does their thing, and we kind of stay out of each other's yep. way, it, that's usually the best event you get. Everybody yep. does what they're what they're good at. Yeah, but you do. He kind of alluded to it, and certainly, like junior golf, we went to the same place every year, so we saw the same yeah, people, right. and we got to know them really well. And you do get the pleasure of going back to the same place every now and then, but not every single year like that. Yeah, and, and not for the big ones. Right. You know, the, the AM, the mid-AM, and the, the senior. And um, those were the, 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 the three you just named would be the, the ones you'd want to be able to walk into and say, we've done it before yeah. together, but you haven't. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, and US Open, or USGA qualifying, stuff like that. I mean, it's – yeah, I just I consider a lot of them friends. I mean, John Wright here at Harbortown, I consider one of my best friends and – but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, if you're doing bunkers at 4 a.m., boy, he better <laughs> well, I, be. A I was about to say, and you know what? If, if you if you really you know if you get to be good friends with the superintendent, they can make things happen yeah. on that golf course yeah. that you know might not make it happen for somebody else. And I want to say, it was always a pleasure to have you at the Junior Heritage, even though when you weren't on the junior side, mm-hmm. but but you would come down and yep. make you just made life so much easier. You you knew not you knew every answer, but you knew where to go to get the answer. Right. So. He still does, and it's still part of the yep. Junior Heritage. He's That's the one. The yep. one kind of junior constant i guess for me is is junior heritage you don't miss junior golf i don't i hear you you enjoy <laughs> no, the men but i like um yeah it's just kind of more my speed and i didn't dislike junior golf at all no um, but yeah i like yeah. the 18 and older um personally well he does you know and the other part too is i i think during kyle's time frame here we our mid-am age dropped down to mm-hmm. 25 too. Okay. So the, our, our mid-am and our mid-am four ball, the characteristics of that, those events changed a lot. It was more Kyle's Yeah, and friends. even Kirk's. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's – and I actually – I was thinking about what we were going to talk about, and one of the things I thought of was our mid-am crowd. And I would put our mid-am crowd up against anyone in the country. Yep. I mean, it is loaded. And they all played college golf together. And you talking like, about Kyle Beard and Jordan Cease, all those guys? Yeah, yeah. Christian Cease, Weston yeah. Bell. I mean, there, there's Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. Right. You know, you could go on and on and on. I mean, it's I would put them up, Walt Todd. I mean, it, put them up against anyone in the country. And the cool thing about those guys, too, is they're, they're, they're very competitive. But, and they will sit there and turn right around and go have a cold beer with each other. Oh, they, yeah. They, mm-hmm. too, you know, and yep. they, they all love each other and they, they share, you know, Time together is it's kind of it's kind of fun to watch. It's hard for me not to see them as junior golfers still. I understand and that they're men. They yeah. are men. And they're all working. Yep. You see some of these juniors. I was mid ends that I was dealing with. They're now playing in our senior stuff, and you know it's kind of we're getting old. Yep, yep, yep. So you enjoy the rules of golf? I do. Wow, crazy. I hear you. <laughs> you didn't mind the changes? I, now it's great. It's just more common sense. I think in 2019 it. It took some getting used to, and obviously all the tweaks that came between 2019 and this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's more common sense. I think we all kind of understand them a little bit better now and the, the reasons why that went into, you know, the changes. But Do you still say penalty area? I mean, do you still say hazard, or are you, are you good at penalty uh, area? Hazard will slip out occasionally. Okay, good. I'm a hazard kind of guy. <laughs> Thank God I'm not going to It's a hard habit to break, man. Right, right. You know, and it's like – at the AJGA, in, in that role, you're dealing with the rules, I mean, constantly. I mean, that, that's all you're hearing on the radio. Because you had people on your intern team that they had never been on a golf course before. Mm. So you, they would have to call in rulings to a senior rules official. So you always heard stuff. Now, and I think Bill McCarthy said this, told to us at rules school this yeah. year, he goes, 
I'm a championships guy. I don't, you know, there's rules guys. He goes, and he, you know the rules, and you, I think I know them pretty well, but there's so much more going on outside. I mean, we, yeah. we're going to go and we're going to mark a golf course. We're going to do it the right way, um, but you don't, it's not, you're not talking about it on a, a daily how, basis. How much do you lean on, on like, our, our rules officials that we have? Oh, I mean, it's, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without the, the stable of volunteers that we have that give dozens of days. Um, throughout the year I mean just to to have that expertise on the golf course to where we can go deal with the food and beverage issue or we don't have enough golf carts and we're having to you know get guys turned around I mean it's to have that covered is really nice and if I have a question about something that I think I know the answer to but I know there's someone here that's smarter than I am um, you know go to them and see what their opinion is and go from there with, with our rules officials, you know, as we all know, because we've been around it, but 90% of what they're doing is pace of playing, right? They're mm -hmm. making yeah. sure there's no gaps. And and so you're out there for hours and hours and hours of montanous duties and then a couple moments of fear when something really comes <laughs> up that you got to deal with. I was in the car last week. I was talking to somebody, and they asked me about a ruling. And I said, what is it? I said, let me call Biff. I'll, call, I'll get you right back. <laughs> Biff ain't normally he's on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I will say this, I think, and I'm speaking for Kyle, too, I think, is that, you know, with our rules officials and, and all of our staff, we do these tests at these rules schools. Mm -hmm. I've always told everybody, you're never going to be in a situation where you can't pick up a phone or a radio and get in touch with somebody and discuss it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so don't let the test hurt hurt you so much, hurt your feelings. Some people aren't test takers, and I think that's the case for a lot of folks out there. But we have such a good communication line, and we tell everybody, pick it up, talk to you. I, listen, when I get called about a ruling, Kyle will tell you. I turn around and call Kyle just to double check that I hadn't said yeah. something stupid. <laughs> what are you looking forward to, my man, for the future? In terms of SCGA, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, we're we're growing. I think we added our first event in how many with the public seven years, seven yeah. years, yeah. and I mean, the schedule's full. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's growing. The participation numbers are. I mean, through That's the great. roof. I mean, between we've been on a wait list for every 40-plus event already this year, and, you know, golf is healthy. I mean, it's just a matter yeah. of keeping it going. And with, with our changes kind of in the office, as everybody knows, Kirk has moved on, and you've kind of moved up. The Tell us about your new assistant, the gentleman going to be working with you. Yeah, Garrett Glaze was on the uh, JGA staff. I think he was hired, what, about nine months ago? Yeah, just less Something like that. Um, and Garrett had shown some interest in the amateur side, and um, – he went in, talked to Biff, and he's going to be uh, on. Your right-hand man. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of, I guess, mesh some, mesh some job descriptions and things like that. But once we kind of get him up to speed on different stuff, I mean, obviously back-end things and um, how we do stuff, you know, a little different than the JGA. But, um, yeah, he'll be taking over some of those kind of rooks rolls you all got a van too we haven't talked Garrett, about the Garrett, van Garrett, Garrett's spent a lot of time in that van <laughs> Garrett's the pilot right now okay. um, yeah we did we just uh, SCJ just just uh, uh, added a tournament van to our arsenal of tools and um, just to help our staff get around to where they need to with all the stuff we're carrying I, I mean it used to be you threw a tent in there a table and a starter's box and you're done well now we got flags and banners and boxes of giveaways and da 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 yeah. so uh we do. We have a van, and then Kyle's going to have an intern working with him this summer, as we always do, and the junior's going to have an intern with them, and then we also are hiring an intern for our marketing director. So nice. we're going to have three interns in our office this summer. 
Yeah, I don't have that much room in that office. <laughs> no, well, the, we can make the room in the office. We have parking area response <laughs> issues, but we, we'll figure that out. That's somehow. why the van's around back, yeah. Yeah, back in the building. It's shoved in the back behind the fence. So. You got any good hap stories you could share with us? <laughs> you got one? Oof. I wish you would ask me that prior. <laughs> thinking one. Put you on the hmm. spot there. Hap at the Monday after the Masters is always funny. Yeah. I mean, he... He lived for that. I mean, that was his – those golf carts. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, just him and that element, was it was always so funny. And, and the leftover food from the golf ball and all that and staying together. But, yeah, I mean, he, he's – yeah, I mean, he's the one that hired me. I mean, him and Chris right. Miller. Um, but Happet that Monday after the Masters was always funny. We were driving in today where they have the 160 160- – BMW yeah, part. Yeah, I've said I felt like if, if we were here helping, we'd be sitting there all day <laughs> in that, in that watching the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but Hap was awesome. He was always good to me, and just to see what he's kind of built. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's impressive. Help carry on that legacy. Yeah. Anything we left out, you want to say? Any shout outs? I think we got the the Manus family in there. We're good yeah, there. Yeah. How about your Mom sister? and dad. Mom yeah. and dad, yeah. I mean, they, they pushed me to be where I am today. John Farrell, I mean, I don't, I'm sure I'll come out after him or whenever, but he's yeah. he's been the one constant through my kind of golf journey. He's a great guy. Uh, he's one of the best. He is one of the best. Yep. He, can, he can talk and sit there and talk to him forever. Um, yep. so it was, well, Kyle, let me tell you, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, Absolutely. Coming to be a part of this and, and – I'm excited about to see what you can do with this new position yep. and what's ahead of us and, and moving on with the Golf Association. and You're unbelievably eight years with us already. Know, thank you crazy. for that. It's unbelievable, dude. Crazy. Un- incredible. So thank you for your time. We thank appreciate you. you and look forward to working with yeah. you. Thank you all for having me.